0: Welcome back to the Think Media Podcast, Sean Cannell here and we are in our YouTube Secrets series talking about the perfect video recipe. Today's episode is brought to you by ytsecrets.com. If you haven't picked up the second edition of YouTube Secrets, uh, more on that is in the show notes and we can talk about that later. But I'm excited to talk about this fourth ingredient of the perfect video recipe. Now, this recipe is not just some random theory. It is a distilled process that has come out of posting over 2,000 videos, studying the best and most viral videos on YouTube, helping tens of thousands of creators build YouTube channels, start YouTube channels. Um, and now I'm sharing it with you. And this fourth ingredient is critical, and most people mess up when it comes to this step but let's recap really quick and the first three ingredients are in the archives of the think media podcast i highly recommend watching this full four-part series and those will all be linked up in the show notes as well so you can find those directly Um, but number one is the big idea so before you even make your video it doesn't matter how good the content is if the topic is something people don't care about It really doesn't matter how much video editing time you take if it's not actually the substance of the video, the topic, the big idea is not something that people wanna watch. Interestingly enough, if your video editing isn't that great um, or even your delivery isn't that great, but what you deliver is something people want to watch, the big idea, well then you actually can have a lot of success when you talk about the right thing at the right time and then inside of the big idea is your thumbnail and your title as well. When you have the right topic and the right title and the right thumbnail at the right time, that is for, the, for a clear target audience, you can have a lot of success, but that's not enough. That's the first ingredient, then you gotta do the hook. What's the hook? It's the first 10, 30, or even 60 plus seconds. It's the opening of the video. Can you cut to the chase? Can you keep the viewer watching? Can you open a loop? Can you ask a question that lets the person know that they're in the right place and that also piques their interest and makes them wanna watch until the end. And then you gotta get into the content. You wanna be brief, be bright, be fun, and be done. When you're into the content, use visuals, use props. If you can, use video editing that makes the content more interesting. Trim the fluff, avoid rabbit trails. Is one of my biggest challenges because I love chasing rabbits. And, and there always there's so many of them. There's so many places to go. Keep it focused, keep it outlined, have a structure to things. But then there's the transition. That's the fourth ingredient and my encouragement to you and I'll break this down in just a second is that as you're learning all this it might feel a little bit overwhelming and it might feel a little bit like when you first started cooking if you've ever given that a try you know like i love cooking for my family but by no means is that a skill set of mine I've burnt plenty of chicken. Uh, I've overcooked the the baked French fries, you know? I've, I've definitely messed up a lot of steaks, when I, especially when I try to cook them in a pan. I'm trying to go medium rare, and I forget that like it still cooks once you take it out of the pan. I've made a lot of mistakes, but what I've learned is you gotta just keep trying. And if you follow the recipe and you keep showing up in the kitchen, getting 1% better with every try to cook that meal, over time, you learn things. I got a two-year-old now, and I make him scrambled eggs all the time, and, and, you, and I learned that you don't want to cook your scrambled eggs on the 10 out of 10 heat, like that'll overcook them, it'll cook them too fast, you get that brown, that burnt, you know, kind of eggs. You want those soft, fluffy, perfectly cooked scrambled eggs. That's where I am now. I'm, I'm proud to announce that I am a scrambled egg master. How? Because I've done it every morning for my entire two years of my child's life, more or less. My wife texts me and she goes, can you go make his eggs? And I know that's the call from the wild to go get to work. And and so my eggs have improved over time. Listen, your videos will improve. Stay in this thing. Keep posting, keep getting 1% better. And after you are making your better big ideas, having strong hooks, improving your content, now is the transition. What's the transition all about? Here's the mistake people make. A lot of people, um, as soon as they're finished delivering the content, they start to land the plane and people are just going to leave. Uh, you know, this particular episode is a little bit different because this is a video podcast. We put this on our video podcast channel. We, uh, uh, this is also mainly consumed on audio and I want to acknowledge, you know, everybody that's a part of this community on Spotify and uh, Google and Apple podcasts. And so, even what I'm doing in this very episode, because after I deliver the four points I'm about to share with you, you know, I'll, I have a little outro and I'll say goodbye. You don't want to really do that when it comes to the best and most optimized YouTube videos. You just want to end, and you want to then transition to another video. The mistake people make is they deliver their final point and then they go, "Well, you know, so that's it for the content today." Um, as far as other things happening in my life, like. Maybe a few people are gonna stick around for that, but that's gonna be the drop-off. And something powerful happens in the YouTube algorithm when you can keep as high audience retention, viewers still watching, until the end of the video. Data, data and studies have been done that if you can have like 50 plus or 70 plus audience retention at the end of your video, listen, at a 10-minute video, seven out of 10 people are literally watching till that last second. How do you see this data? If you've been posting YouTube videos, you can go in, Look at a, Go to your YouTube analytics and your YouTube studio, look at a specific video, and you can look at the audience retention curve. That audience retention curve shows how long people are watching. And, you know, I was studying some of my YouTube shorts recently. The YouTube shorts deliver some good value, but we added on this little clip at the end where I go in, hey, it's really fast too. It is incredibly quick. And I just go... Uh, thanks for watching this video. By the way, you know, this has been a thick media video. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. It's very short, something like that. And you can watch that ex- as soon as that starts, boom, the little blue line of audience retention curve drops. Now, you've got to make a decision. Maybe you want to speak to the people who are most committed, and maybe. I was talking to my friend, Erica Kohlberg. She said there's some value to doing that because otherwise people might just swipe through in YouTube shorts or other places you post vertical videos and they don't end up following you or subscribing because you didn't give the call to action. But the principle you need to know is that your goal is to transition to another video, not to tell your life story, not to give a thousand call to actions at the end of the video. In a perfectly optimized YouTube video, not even a video podcast, right? And I'm sure we could probably do a better job optimizing these podcasts, but these are more conversational, right? And a perfectly optimized, perfect video recipe, viral video recipe, you got to just transition. Finish the content, boom, transition. And people, mistake people make is they just start waffling around, hey, hit like button, hit the subscribe button, you know, click a couple links in the description. And by the way, I might post uh, some more videos again soon or not. I don't know, but it's sure been great hanging out. No, 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 you got to transition. So here's a couple tips. Number one, don't let the viewer know you're ending. A mistake people make when it comes to the way they end their YouTube videos is they finish the main content and it's abundantly clear. It's even, it's the most clear when you go, so that's it for the content. And now as soon as you announce that, boom, and you know you do the same thing you've already been looking through suggested videos of what video do you wanna watch next. You've already been like thinking about where, you know, as soon as you know it's over, you're gonna bail anyways, so it that just reminds you to number one, you might as well cut the ending, but number two, to avoid letting the viewer know your ending. Here's how you do that. If I'm optimizing a YouTube video perfectly and I deliver three tips, I might go, and tip number three for uh, lighting your YouTube videos is to choose the correct color temperature. And so you could go kind of a more daylight temperature or like a more amber uh, temperature. But here's the problem. If you don't set your white balance right, your video's still gonna look wrong. In fact, I did a video about that. You can click or tap the screen of how to get your white balance perfect in every single video. Click that right now and I'll see you in the next video. So what I, what I just do there? That example was me if I was doing a lighting tutorial on Think Media. I deliver the final point. I say, I talk about different color temperature and lighting. And then I say, but but I agitate another problem, which is the second tip. Number one, don't let the viewer know you're ending. Number two, agitate the next problem. So, you know, once you've got your color temperature set, the problem is if you don't have your white balance set, man, it's just not even gonna work. So click or tap the screen right now and I have a whole video on that. So I, it's and then if you're gonna say like the video and all that kind of stuff, Do it after that call to action. So let's break it down. Don't let the viewer know you're ending. So whether you do daylight or amber uh, lighting with your light kit, you wanna make sure you set your white balance right. In fact, I actually have a video on that. You can click or tap the screen right now to go watch that video. And if you've enjoyed this video, hit the like button, subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one. So you can give that call to action. And here's a key thing to understand when it comes to the transition is YouTube end cards. So YouTube allows you, to link to another video in your library or even on somebody else's channel at the end of your video, just for the last 20 seconds. What does that tell me? It tells me that your outro of a perfectly optimized YouTube video should be max 20 seconds. And the truth is, I think 10 or less is even better because 20 is a long time. And so notice that as soon as I say, click or tap the screen to watch another video, That is when the end card would show up. And then from that time, you would almost wanna have a stopwatch of what else are you gonna say. And you might be able to, you could say a lot. You could say, so if you actually wanna check out uh, a video I did about white balance, you can click or tap the screen, there's three seconds. You know, if you got value out of this video, uh, hit like, subscribe, there's three more seconds. And remember, we're doing a giveaway. And if you wanna join the giveaway, check the links in the description down below. I appreciate you so much, I'll see you in the next one. There's another seven seconds, I mean, we're, we're not even at twenty. So you kind of want to master the art of being concise, landing the plane quick, and what landing the plane looks like is actually transitioning to another plane as quick as possible. Don't even land the plane. Jump out of the plane like Tom Cruise, in Mission Impossible, and try to get into the next plane. And you're you're trying, you know, you're trying to keep the plane in the air. You're trying to keep the viewer not just watching one video but ultimately binging multiple videos, going to the next video in your library. So number one, don't let the viewer know you're ending. Number two, agitate the next problem. Number three, give a clear call to action to click or tap the screen to watch the next video. Why that language? Click, that's a mouse. Tap, that's your finger as people watch on smartphones. So we say click or tap the screen to watch the next video. To just give clear language, to let the viewer know, because sometimes people are also watching or listening to your content and they're doing something else. Like I watch YouTube videos and I multitask, but when I hear that verbal instruction, and if my interest has been peaked because you agitated the next video I watch, you agitate the next problem, you just watched this, but you'd probably love this. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a problem. Like, And by the way, if you love these house tours, click or tap the screen to watch my series on it. And by the way, if you enjoyed this video, check out my skit that I did with somebody else. Like. You're just, you're you're pointing to the next thing and giving a reason for people to watch. So then you wanna give a clear verbal call to action and knowing that after you upload your video, you have to go into your YouTube studio and connect that next video using YouTube end cards. And then finally, tip number four is that doing a video series, in my opinion, is better than just doing one-off solo videos. And what do I mean? This one's really important, so stick around until the end for this one. And that is... If you're now asking Sean, I don't know what video to link to though. Or Sean, I don't know what video is even relevant. Or actually, Sean, there isn't even any relevant videos in my library. Well, there, then let's solve that problem by architecting your content creation strategy so that there is relevant videos in your library. Well, how do you do that? That means that instead of just planning your next single video, you should actually plan out your next five videos or 10 videos and they could all be interconnected. In our online course called Video Ranking Academy, we go deep into this, it's called circular video virality. It is creating a network of connections around a series of videos. I'm even doing it in this episode to a degree because we're talking about the perfect video recipe in four parts. And so hopefully you're getting value out of this transition tip, but to go deep on the other three, the links are in the description down below. Um, And then at the end of this video, the playlist, the series of these four episodes can be one of the end cards or the only end card. So the only way, the way I was able to do that was I didn't just make a one-off video about a mistake YouTubers made. I sat down and thought about a four-part series. What is a series you could do that teaches something, delivers something, entertains in some way, and the story is spread out over multiple episodes Again, your goal on YouTube is not just to get somebody to watch one video and watch it till the end. If you're doing the perfect video recipe, you want them to watch one video, watch it till the end, and then watch five to 10 to 100 of your other videos. It's kinda like your goal in a restaurant and having great food is not just to get someone to find the restaurant, come come to the restaurant, sit down, eat the food, eat it to completion because it's good, but you want them to come back and tell their friends. So if the recipe is truly perfect, when it comes to the perfect video recipe, it's not just about having one meal. You want the food to be so addictive that someone wants to eat it again and again. And you want your YouTube content to be so interesting or compelling. And in some cases, maybe they become a lifelong fan or maybe they just figure out how to completely renovate their house and do a bunch of DIY projects because they watch a particular series of yours. There's all kinds of different viewers that may or may not become a subscriber, but are you giving them the opportunity to watch a one, two, three, four, five, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 part series with you? The only way to really do that is to start with the end in mind and create the entire series. We call this the perfect video recipe. And it kind of reminds me of a story that's been happening with my wife and I once we recently subscribed to a food service called HelloFresh. And now, once a week, we get a box. There's like this ice stuff around it to keep the ingredients all cold and fresh. And there it comes with some meat and it comes with some vegetables and some spices and all the ingredients, and it comes with a card that gives you all the steps for how to make a delicious dish. And what I love about HelloFresh is, even though I'm a novice cook, now I feel like Anthony Bourdain, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm able to just open everything up, I follow the steps, and when I'm done, I'm like, man, this food is delicious, I am absolutely amazing. Like, you can just call me Martha Stewart because I'm the greatest of all time, you know what I mean? And why? It's actually not because I'm that great, it's because I followed the recipe. It's not because I actually know much about cooking, it's because it's just a paint-by-numbers system that I followed and I just focus on the steps, did what the steps were, and at the end result was that the food tastes amazing. But I do have a confession to make. There's been a few times when I still mess it up. There's been a few times when You know, I was reading the instructions, but I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't add the lemon juice up front. It's like building Ikea furniture. You get to the end and you realize that like step number three, you did it wrong and you have to deconstruct the entire dresser. No matter where you're starting with following the steps and following the recipe, you're gonna make mistakes along the way. And the reason I share that with you is as we're completing this four part series, is I wanna encourage you to just keep going to the kitchen. Just keep showing up. Keep showing up, keep trying, keep cooking. And when it comes to your YouTube videos, just keep pressing record, keep keep filming, keep editing, keep posting, and keep getting one percent better with every upload. See, when you have the the recipe, and of course, in the content chapter in in the book YouTube Secrets, we have ten more ingredients uh, in regards to, or rather, spices underneath just content alone, because there's nuances, right? There's as you you can do basics like. Uh, you know, grilled cheese sandwich. And then you could do like grilled cheese sandwich on the Las Vegas Strip. There's like special, you know, spices on it, multiple different cheeses. You could take things to a whole nother level and the same is true about YouTube. Keep it simple at the start. Keep it solid, in and out Burger, nothing better, right? Pretty basic, but they do it right. And then, and you could get fancier as you go, but what I wanna encourage you is if you drop the food on the floor, if you if you botch it and overcook the chicken, some of your videos, your first videos, are gonna be your worst videos. Some of the stuff you upload, you're not gonna probably be that proud of it. But you should be proud that you're showing up and that you continue to show up. And what I wanna encourage you is subscribe to the Think Media Podcast. Stay connected whether on audio or video because as you continue to study, like we don't just study so that we know something, we study so that we never forget. And so when you keep you know, learning and you keep creating, you keep showing up to the kitchen of content creation and when you keep learning as you go and saying, oh, that makes more sense now. Or now I understand that when I let that simmer a little bit longer, mm, it works a little bit better. You start getting a little better on camera. You start understanding your cadence a little bit better. You start getting a little bit better at uh, video and video editing. What is the result? My friends, waiting for you is that silver play button. Waiting for you is those first 1,000 subscribers. Waiting for you is that passive $100 a month, $1,000 a month, $10,000 a month of income coming in because of mastering the perfect video recipe. If you want to study this more and go a little bit more in depth, that is one of the new chapters in the book, YouTube Secrets. Second edition's out now. ytsecrets.com is the URL. There's all the different versions that you could want, whether physical, ebook, or audiobook. And there's some other cool things uh, with the book launch of the second edition that we're doing. And so you can check all that stuff out in the show notes. And if you got value out of this episode, rate and review the podcast or like it on YouTube and I would love to uh, hear what you've liked best, what was an aha moment for you, whether it was in our four-part series on the perfect video recipe, whether it was on our two-part series of the seven C's of YouTube success, all of that's in the archives, lots of free value for you to help you go further faster, and it would mean the world to me if you also pick up the book and leave a review on Amazon if you've been getting value out of it. My name is Sean Cannell, rhymes with YouTube channel, and I can't wait to connect with you in a future episode of the Think Media Podcast. Until then, cheers and take care. Take care.